0: so that was what like 15 years ago
1: we've been together (laughs) fuck you it was like um... (laughs) we've been together 12 years 12 years married for six later this month
0: oh happy when's your uh when's your anniversary
1: the 27th
0: it's two days after my birthday
1: i know um so i go to see i Red Dead Redemption 2 comes out on the 26th, it's our anniversary on the 27th, and then we go see the Malkins on the 28th. You're going to have a busy week. I know, yeah, and then it's Halloween.
0: Yes. And And Halloween is uh, my boyfriend's birthday. Is it? Yeah, he's a Halloween baby.
1: That, oh, God. If he doesn't worship Satan, then, you know, he should. Oh,
0: he, oh, he worships Satan hard.
1: <laughs> the hardest ever. <laughs> I sh- oh man, I should have sent him a card as well.
0: I know. I'm I know. so excited to get my gift from you. Plural. Gift- oh shit!
1: I've also got you the coolest fucking birthday card ever.
0: That excites me. I love, I love birthday cards. Okay. Well, I think cards are very underrated. Um, like and like most people I know don't appreciate them.
1: Right. I'm gonna throw this out there now. I don't get cards for anyone. Did you have for
0: me?
1: I got one for you because it, I got it from Grimfest and it was the fucking coolest birthday card I've ever seen. And I was kind of like, I want everyone to buy me this birthday card, but no one ever will because I've got lame friends. So, okay. but I love this my card, friends,
0: but they don't, yeah, no, they're not, they're not, um, they don't ever give me cool cards or anything.
1: When you get this card, you're going to be like, fucking hell, this is the best card ever.
0: I'm so excited. Uh, I I don't get I,
1: lost in the mail now.
0: Well, I, it takes a while to get across. I mean, if I order something in fucking America and don't do, you know, $30 plus expedited shipping, it takes like 10 days sometimes.
1: Fuck yeah. You because know. he was like, oh, do you want it to go um, first class guaranteed that in 48 hours? And I was like... Yeah, go on then. He's like, oh, that'll be forty five pounds. I'm like, Yeah, mm,
0: fuck no. No, no.
1: And I was like, How much is it for normal? He was like, I Weighed everything. Give me the fucking third degree. Basically waterboarded me and then was like, Yeah, eight pounds fifty. I was like, Yeah, whatever.
0: Yeah. I it makes me angry, but it also makes me happy knowing that postal workers are shitty no matter where you are.
1: I mean, I used to work at the post office because my dad worked there for, like, 20 years. And you're shitty? Well, no, we worked in the back, so the sorting offices. Yeah. So um, I had the greatest job when I was 16 years old. It was called cutting and tipping. Okay. And what you had to do was cut the bag, tip it out, shove everything through to the back, and that was it.
0: It's a pretty good job.
1: It was. However, because I was 16, I was getting paid £2 less an hour than somebody who was two years older than me.
0: Yeah.
1: And I remember walking out, getting in one day, and my dad got me the job, and I hated it, but I couldn't really say anything. And then one day I went in, I was hungover, and I was a minute late on the floor. I'd been there Mm -hmm. for about half an hour. Yeah. But I was a minute late, and this boss had a go at me, and... My dad was there, and I saw my dad looking at him, and he was, like, my dad looking wanky. And I was, like, looked at my dad, and he was, like, go. And I was, like, fuck you, Steve, I'm going. And walked out. And, like, he came up to my dad, and was, like, oh, he's very unprofessional. My dad was, like, he's 16 years old. He's, like, like he gives a shit. He's starting college soon. He doesn't care.
0: I... Feel like I have similar experiences when I just in the patron at the post office, where I'm just like "fuck you" and I leave.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, go um. Okay.
0: Oh, I was gonna say we're we're recording, by the way.
1: Oh right. So um, should should we start it?
0: So episode two.
1: Yeah, Go on.
0: Uh, welcome to episode two.
1: Oh no! We're uh, starting- Film
0: daddy. We we started five minutes and three seconds ago. Oh, I just, sorry. I started just... recording. So I just, no, I mean, that's a fine intro. Oh, okay. It's raw. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe we should end it out and just like, hello, welcome to Film Daddy episode two.
0: Yeah. Try to be professional about it, but I like
1: yeah. it. Um, I did have people telling me um, how professional you sound on the podcast. Really? Yeah, all my friends, I, taught, like, cause I told everyone listen to it. Like, at work, I was like, listen to my podcast. Go on, I'll make you a cup of tea. Um, right. So people did. And the feedback I got was, let her speak and shut the fuck up, yeah.
0: You know what? I really like your friends. I think they yeah. have very good insight. I think they know what's good.
1: I'm just going to let you speak then. And then when you're like, so then, this, have you got trivia for it? I'm going to be like, yeah. mm-hmm. Yes, I have.
0: The last thing I want is for this podcast to be me speaking nonstop because I don't know if you remember earlier this year when I told you I was going to do the podcast on my own. And and then I was like, I can't. I I recorded one episode. I did. It was like a 30-minute episode of me just talking about a clockwork orange. And I finished, and I thought that it was – so good. And I listened to it back and I couldn't I couldn't listen to my voice that long. And I felt like I, I kept like dipping into this um sort of like vocal fry and like monotone speaking. And it was the most cringe-worthy thing in the world. Like I wouldn't I listened to it once and I deleted it. Like I wouldn't let my boyfriend listen to it. Like I didn't even tell anyone about it. I hated it so much. <laughs>
1: It's been that bad, really.
0: It was not my brain, but when I listened to you and me talking, I thought it was fine. I liked it.
1: Yeah, we. Someone said, "Yeah, you've got a good rapport," and I was like, "Yeah, we do." I was like, for the, "Basically, for the first time that we spoke, like over something that isn't email or messenger."
0: I know. Because so, I think but, we met in a Facebook group, in a movie pilot Facebook group.
1: Yeah, because movie, movie pilot, pilot, RIP. Yeah, he was like movie pilots ending and I was like oh no and then you were like I need people so I just sent you an email being oh I have I've written things that was like (laughs) literally a fucking Hail Mary it was like okay I'm gonna try to write for someone else other than me then I remember being out with my wife and kids and you sent me an email saying okay it's up live on this site and I was like oh my god Luke Luke I'm published yeah. on something that isn't my fucking blogger blog.
0: <laughs> no, it's I've, exciting.
1: I've since have moved to WordPress because, you know. I, uh,
0: I'm not a big WordPress fan. Eh,
1: yeah, I just... I don't, I'll let you deal with the size.
0: <laughs> yeah, I use Squarespace for Film Daddy, but I, I use WordPress. My personal blog used to be on WordPress. RIP when that was a thing. Um, and then I, like... Like, at work, we use WordPress for everything, but I, I hate it so fucking much.
1: Yeah. I mean, WordPress is okay, but it's not really the greatest. So my wife's just running through now. She's just coming really quietly. No, that's fine. I didn't, notice,
0: a, I didn't notice I just until have, you. I saw you shush someone.
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought it was my son. Um, I, just, I, I have to say, she has got, um, she's got a half marathon tomorrow. So she's carb loading at the moment. So.
0: Your wife fucking runs all the time.
1: I know. She's she's a fucking beast. She That's, always runs.
0: You know, I... I've never been a runner, which, if you know or see me in real life, you, like that makes so much sense. But, like, last year I tried getting into running a little bit, and, like, it, well, I mean, like, jogging. It's not anything. I I slow jog. But... I did last year a little bit, and it, like, you know, after, like, a while, you, like, it's fine, but then I didn't between, like, oh, I don't know, November and right now, and last (laughs) week I, like, tried to go on a run, and I was running for what felt like 38 minutes, and I was, like, I, like, I thought I was going to cough up my lungs, and I looked at my, like, Apple Watch, and I had been running for two minutes and 40 seconds.
1: Do you, back? do you want to say hi? Nope. Nope. She's gone. <laughs> <laughs> she said nope. <laughs> yeah, just like, do you want to say hi? Nope. Bless her. Um, but no, she's doing really well. Um, She's got a half marathon in Manchester tomorrow, so. Yeah, she's If,
0: awesome. if it was on the
1: same time as Grimfest, we could have just gone for the four days and she wouldn't have to watch any films. But. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. You were just there. Yeah. Which we should was... talk about.
1: Yes, we should. So, yeah, GrownFest was fucking awesome. First off, yeah. let me give props to George, who was my Airbnb host. Yes,
0: um, George. He can was. We, can we talk about? Can we talk about what happened?
1: Yes, I stayed there, and it was uneventful, and okay. everything was fine.
0: I just want everyone to know that I was leaving work, and I got a phone call from you. Well, it, you texted me for before. To tell me that when you (laughs) arrived at George's house, you walked into him, into his room, and he was in bed.
1: Yeah. Well, right. Let me, let me put this out right. So, I got in. My my keys were in a safe box on the wall, so I went in, put all my stuff in the room. I was like, right, okay. No one's in the house. This is cool. So went around, did the live video that was on there saying oh I've not been killed by anybody and then um make myself a cup of tea because I'm English and I was like where's my room? so I'm like this is it walk straight in no, no that's Georgie's room and George's in bed <laughs> okay. I was like sorry I didn't know that was George at the time thought it was just another guy so then I'm like this is my room and it wasn't it was a bathroom I was like, this is my room, It was another room. And then I found my room. So, um, yeah, and then George came out, and I was like, oh, I'm really sorry about that. Here, have a film daddy's sticker and business card. And he was like, oh, it's okay. I should have signs on the door, really. That's not the first time it's happened. And I'm like, yeah, you should have signs on the door.
0: That's one of those things where if it's happened... Not just once not just once, but you know, assuming it's happened more than once, put a fucking sign on the door, George.
1: Yeah, maybe George likes it. He I was, think top, he,
0: yeah. no, was he topless.
1: It. So, did, um, he,
0: did he look good? Objectively, did he look good?
1: It was dark, and I was just sort of like. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: um, no, but, I, I love that this all happened after you're like. <laughs> probably being loud and, like, live-streaming yourself and being like, <laughs> no one's heard of me yet, and just, like...
1: <laughs> I think I said just Georgie's... Being... At, I was like, yeah. Georgie's got... I was like, oh, yeah, I've seen Georgie's CDs.
0: He's yeah. got a good taste
1: in music. No, he's also we helped, were, helped like, a lot of people. I was just like...
0: talking about him.
1: Yeah, and he's laying in bed, just like, okay. But he gave me feedback on Airbnb, and, and I quote, Jan... Is a decent bloke who kept his who left his room nice and tidy. Decent. I'm a decent bloke who kept my room nice and tidy. Oh. So, um, yes, but Grimfest. Anyway, besides me walking in on Grim, man. Um, decent bloke. I am. I'm a decent bloke. That, that's on the internet forever now so no yeah, matter what <laughs> anyone throws on me George says I'm a decent bloke so how so,
0: was the actual <clears throat> festival
1: um, it was fucking awesome um, from start to finish it was just brilliant um, everyone there from the volunteers to all the people who run it were like, so nice, so friendly I'll give them all the shout outs of everyone I can remember on the volunteers because it was like 20 but everyone was so cool. Um, It was organised dead well. There was a bar just across the courtyard, which was the official Grimfest hangout. Um, So when that happened, like when you went there, you got 20% off on food and drink. Um, It was just just such a cool event. Um, All the films were really good. The cinema was huge. It was like the biggest screen I've been in ever. Um, and I did like sort of sort of freak out a bit when we walked in and I had my pass. They were like, "Oh, press, can you sit at the back, please?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah I can, because I'm press." <laughs> um, and it was just that good. Um, but all the films I saw were brilliant. Um, that wasn't one bad film, or and like ninety nine point nine 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 recurring people I met there were awesome and dead nice and dead friendly. Um, it was just two but you know they weren't staff I'm just saying that now they weren't staff It was just two people who didn't go one tried to get in a political conversation with me and I was just like no,
0: mm-hmm. no and,
1: and the other one was someone who went oh I've never heard of your side and I went yes yeah, because we're new and little yeah. but you know we're growing aggressively you know aggressive yeah. expansion and then he told me his side and I was like oh yeah. didn't hear them. Can't even remember them. Uh, but, yeah, um, but people agreed with me that, that I was a dick. So it's okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, the films that I saw, I'm just going to nip through, yeah. nip through, go through day by day. Um, first film was Reanimator, which is a fucking classic, and it was Ace, and Barbara was there, and she was amazing. Then we had a Wait Further Instructions right by Johnny Kevalkian which is... Oops. It is brilliant. Um, I just dropped something. Sorry. Um,
0: yeah, everyone heard it. Don't worry.
1: Yeah, cool. <laughs> um, that was really good film as well. Um, the interviews on site now. Read that because Johnny and was so cool. Um, that was done at like nine o'clock in their hotel, just as they were leaving for the train station. So mm-hmm. they didn't have to do that, but they were really cool and did it for us. And yeah, then was there was, awesome. and then there was Girl with, girls with balls, which. If it's foreign language, it's got subtitles, but it's such a fucking good and fun film. Like Olivier said, it's fun, you want to have fun, and it's so much fun, that yeah. film is. And he's, he is such a cool guy. For the first person I'd ever interviewed, I was nervous, he was nervous, so we got a, there was a translator there, but yeah. he didn't need one. He was just ace, and we had so much fun together. And he was brilliant. He loved the stickers as well. He was like him and his girlfriend had a com- like have a competition who gets the most who can have the most stickers. It's like a legitimate yeah. thing. So I gave him one, and he was so happy. And then I gave his girlfriend one, and he was like, "Oh no, the competition! Oh, we're drawing level." So I had to give him another one so he could win. Um,
0: if was, you um, if you go to the site and search "girls with balls," like his interview comes up. And the best photo ever of you and him is on it, and it's it's like my favorite thing. It warms my heart because it's <laughs> both of you holding one little sticker with both <laughs> with thumbs up. <laughs> that
1: was, honestly, that sticker he was so happy with. It was like I gave him an Academy Award for the film.
0: It's, it's so cute. I love and
1: it. And I was it is He is like he's such a he's such a lovely guy. It's like. It's like a, he came over just for that night and I was the only interview for him. Mm-hmm. Like no one else interviewed him and I'm like this guy's fucking awesome. You know, he's worked on he worked on Leatherface and the special effects and everything like that. Yeah. So he was fucking awesome, he's a cool guy. Um then Friday there was Life Changer, which is a really cool and weird film. It's kind of horror, but it's more of a it's like romantic horror. Um, there's a guy who swaps bodies with people and takes on their memories and everything, and he's doing it because he He was with. He was this girl's husband once, and he'd never felt such pure love before. So he spent the rest of the time swapping through bodies to get to know her better, so we could be, so we could be somebody she should want to go out with and it was fucking awesome um then
0: Wait, which which film was that
1: that's called life changer if you can okay. see it go see it because it's absolutely brilliant um it's like i said it's a weird little film but
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's cool it's sort of if you've got a boyfriend and girlfriend who isn't into horror that's a good one you can watch with him They're because right. it's more of a romantic thing but well, you know, there's elements of horror in it as well. Yeah. Um, then I was interviewing, so I missed the first shorts and framed. But then saw Office Uprising, which is so much fun. It's Have you seen Office Space?
0: Yes.
1: Yeah. Imagine that cross with Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> it's basically they work in this ammunition factory um, for an ammunition company. Who designed uh-huh. Weapons of Mass Destruction, and the guy's a stoner, and he works with his friends, and then he leaves early on this company presentation, and they give out all these energy drinks, and basically these energy drinks turn them into, like, overworked zombies who beat the shit out of each other. And it's got the guy who plays Dorpinder out of Deadpool in it, uh-huh. and... Um, the director, I was having a quick chat with her. She says he's the funniest guy she's ever met ever, and you yeah. can tell at the film he's fucking brilliant. Um, then there was Dead Night, which was stars Barbara and the coolest story. I was interviewing Barbara just before this film, and our interview finished. And Simeon, who who's like the who runs it, come over. He was like, "Oh, Barbara, we've got to get you in because we've got to introduce it." And there's me and Barbara Crampton running over together to the cinema. Here <laughs> to do, like, introduce a film and me to go and grab my seats. Um That one's pretty cool. That's the one about the mother in the woods in the cabin. Right. Um, you need to see that if you like sort of the Evil Dead witchcraft kind mm-hmm. of shit. It's fucking cool. And then there was Tigers Are Not Afraid. I think that's Spanish. Um, that's just fucking awesome and gory as fuck. Then Summer of 84, which is coming on Shudder. So if anyone's got Shudder, that's going to be on there soon. It's fucking brilliant. It's like Stranger Things, Goonies, Stand By Me, but horror, and it's just so good. So then Saturday, um, Brother's Nest. This is an Australian film, and um, it's done by two brothers, so it's kind of like Australian Coen brothers. But it is kind of like Fargo, in a way. Basically, there's two brothers. They go to the house where the mum and stepdad live. Uh Because the mum's got cancer and she's going to die. And she's going to leave it to the stepdad. And Mm -hmm. the older brother's sure he's just going to sell it off and leave them with nothing. So they go there and they've got a plan of everything. They're going to clean up the entire house, murder him, make it look like suicide. Then... You know, get away from it all and kind of like Fargo. It goes wrong, because but it's fucking such a good film. Um, then I saw all the shorts again, which had, um, the old woman who lived under, who had a fear under the stairs. Let me just grab these because I can just go over them all because they were all, um, fucking brilliant. Um, excuse the page noises Right, so neck face. Right. Neck face? neck face this is the story about a bride who wakes up on the morning of a wedding and she's got a face on the side of her neck and it sings and um basically she
0: is it a, is it a comedy
1: yeah it's on for okay. 11 minutes and it's fucking brilliant um, okay so
0: it's a short film
1: yeah and then there was marta that's on for 15 minutes She wants to be a serial killer.
0: Uh
1: Uh-huh. So she's there telling this guy, I'm going to kill you and all this stuff. It's in Spanish. And um, then she's crying because she can't, because she likes him too much. It's just, that film is just so good. Um, Then there's The Dark Room. Now, this film was really, really good. It's in French. Um, It's based in 1910. Um, The mother... This mother's got an illness and she's like, well to do? You know, they've got servants and shit. And her daughter can see this presence of death. And it's like, got it's like a figure with a top hat, black suit, no eyes, big teeth, claws in. He's like touching her mother and she's like smacking him away and she can see everything. And that's on for 20 minutes and it's awesome. Um, then there's the whistler, which was like Canadian that's basically a story about there's two sisters she's what the older ones babysitting the little one and she's like oh yeah you know read me the story and it's like the whistle about how the whistler came whistled and took all the children away and then um, mm-hmm. that sort of comes together and it was really good kind of like kind of freddie like nightmare on elmish elm street ish
0: yeah
1: But um, in a short film that was really cool and then um, the old woman who hid her fear under the stairs. Um, I interviewed the director, Faye Jackson, for this. It's basically an old woman who is scared of everything. So then she pay, goes on the internet and pays somebody £79 for an instructional video of how to get rid of your fear. And all this. And then she does. She's carefree until she sees a shadowy figure watching the house and goes from there. Then there's like the weirdest film I've seen called Round Trip. And it's Australian. And there's a cop. And a prisoner. Going through. And the car crashes. They get out. Something else happens. And it's literally. They keep going into the reality where they're there. But it's the past there. And the future there. So that goes on for like six minutes. And it's weird as fuck. But it's awesome. And then Sybil. Now. This has been made into a fucking feature film and I'm so glad it is. Um, I interviewed...
0: Is Sybil, like, like, split personality or...?
1: No. Um, basically, um, I interviewed um, the director, Joanne Mitchell, um, and Tracy Shields, who is the um, star in it. Basically, Sybil is a woman who w- works in a mortuary Mm-hmm. and... She... I'm going to ruin it for everyone now, so I'm so sorry, but it's going to be a feature film, so you need to know. Um, and a guy comes in, dead, and she kind of falls in love with him. And mm-hmm. Sybil's a bit weird. Um, there's another guy there whose wife comes in and says, oh, he always cheated on me. So Sybil... This guy's missing an arm that she's in love with. So Sybil cuts this other guy's arm off and sews it to him. And then his girlfriend says oh when can I see him she's like I'll let you know when he's ready she's like oh okay um and then she's talking to this guy like giving him a kiss and that and then she hears this laugh so then she cuts off this other dead guy's penis and shoves it down his throat what to silence him yeah
0: is this a comedy
1: no this is like weird as fuck so then the next thing you see is the funeral for this guy who she's in love with and they're like, oh, sometimes it's so, you know, the mo- the closest loved ones don't come to the funeral. You sit like, your sister needs support, go find her. And this guy's like, oh, okay. Um, next thing you see is Sybil sitting in a big cocktail dress, drinking a cocktail on her sofa with the dead guy next to her in a suit with loads of animals, which are dead, which she's stuffed herself, and then it cuts back to the coffin, which has that guy's wife in it that she's knocked out and buried alive.
0: Wait. Yeah. What?
1: <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "Wow." Is and the ma- name?
0: Wait, is the name of the film Sybil? S Y B I L. Okay,
1: no, I was just trying to. Mm-hmm. If you.
0: Pop- so...
1: Sybil Joanne Mitchell, you'll find it, and it's awesome.
0: What was your favorite filmy you saw at Um,
1: I think it was probably either Nightmare Cinema mm-hmm. or Alive, because Alive was fucking awesome, and Nightmare Cinema was—it was that was because it was sort of like an anthology one. Mm -hmm. Um, and it had Mickey Rourke in um, and it was just you know you had loads of cool directors like Joe Dante and David Slade and Mick Garris and everyone directing it Um, if when the interview with Lawrence C Connolly who was the writer goes on site you'll see that they are talking about making this a second one or making films in that universe or making it into a TV show Something yeah. like that. So I think I'll put big shout out to Witch in the Window though. Um because yeah. that is fucking brilliant. We've interviewed Charlie. Um
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's another interview on the fi- on the site. Um
1: Right, so I was gonna interview Charlie
0: Charlie Tacker.
1: Yeah. I was yeah. gonna interview Andy Mitten, the director and Alex Draper, who plays Charlie's dad in it. But um they got I was speaking to him on Saturday and they were really drunk. <laughs> and um, we had a really good conversation, and then by the time they surfaced on Sunday, I was already on a train back. Oh, the Last time I okay. saw them, they were getting, they were wandering through Manchester trying to find a kebab.
0: <laughs> so
1: big shout out to those guys. They they were absolutely awesome. Um, uh, yeah, the Charlie
0: the Charlie Tacker interviews on the site as
1: well. Um, <laughs> big shout out to another thing
0: Google search, which in the window
1: yeah man Um, The Devil's Doorway Um, that's sort of a found footage film but from the 1960s and it's about Magdalene laundries Mm -hmm. um, which is the most horrific thing about it because you know those things those places were fucking horrible Um, yeah but there's a scary thing in that so if that you can get to see that as well go and see that Um, and then I came back home so I missed um, Anna and the Apocalypse but I heard it's really good, but it's also a musical. So nah, don't like musicals.
0: Oh yeah, you don't like musicals.
1: I fucking hate musicals. But there's um, it's been... there's
0: also a lot of there's a lot of Grimfest stuff. I still don't have the site on the site. Um, there are currently four fucking things from you in an, <laughs> in a folder in my email to edit and put on the site. So I apologize.
1: Um I will go around this week to...
0: kicked my ass a little bit, so
1: I'm I'm going to talk about them now with the volunteers and everyone. Um, I spoke to them. I've done interviews with them. So they're kind of like the unsung heroes of the festival. Mm -hmm. So off the top of my head now, (sighs) all the volunteers, I'm really sorry if I miss you out. I did have all your names, but I kind of deleted the file. So um, Claire, who is on two pictures on our Instagram, the one who took the really cool one with the flash in her face and stuff.
0: Yeah. I just shared that photo.
1: Yeah. Um, yes.
0: Yesterday. I'm the film daddy Instagram.
1: Yeah. Claire. At
0: she, film daddy pod, by the way.
1: Film daddy pod. Go for yeah. it. Um, she was really cool. And she helped with press and things like that. There was, um, Lucy, who's also in a photo and she was doing press. She was awesome. There was Sarah and Sean, who were the first ones to meet me, and they said on Twitter, oh, you know, we'll meet up and that, they were cool. Um, There was Matt, there was Steve, there was Rachel, there was a girl, and I'm really sorry, I cannot remember your name, but you were the um, translator for Olivier for us, and you had just flown in from Canada three hours before. Oh, so you, you were jet lagged to fuck and you were absolutely <laughs> awesome and you were brilliant there. Um massive shout out though to Laura who was like sort of sorted out all the press orders and she's like the festival like producer and everything. Um I don't think she slept. I'd be getting <laughs> like I'd be getting text messages off her for like three in the morning. Uh-huh. And then I'd be at Grimfest for like nine in the morning and she'd be there. Um, yeah. So I don't think she slept. She was absolutely fantastic. She was any interviews she'd be contacting me and like, yeah, um I can get you this interview in ten minutes if you want to. She look um she was absolutely fantastic. So I have to say thank you to her because she made all the interviews possible and made everything really easy for us. Mm-hmm. Uh Steve and Simeon who like Steve um who it's like a selects films and Simeon who's the, basically runs the thing. um, Those guys was, they were just so approachable, so nice. And literally, you know, we're film daddy, you know, not many people know us. Yeah. But those guys were giving me advice, sort of talking to me. Like I was, you know, somebody from a massive, right from a massive newspaper or something like that. Right. Giving advice, giving me, people to contact, give me everything. So um, those guys are absolutely awesome. Um, Steve, Did you
0: shout out someone named Lucy already? Did I miss that?
1: Lucy? Yeah, I'll shout shouted out Lucy, yeah. Okay, I just so saw I,
0: that, that. She I commented on that. one of our
1: yeah. photos on Instagram. Lucy does the greatest impressions ever. No, yeah. matter, no matter what um, sort of dialect she yeah. can do. She's Scottish, so she's got the Scottish accent. But she does... Oh. I love that. She does really posh people, she does Yorkshire people, she does London people, she does Americans, she does French, she does Italians. She had me in stitches. So um shout out to Lucy as well there. Um and no one forgetting oh shit, Lauren. Sorry Lauren, who is um starting to write for us. Um yes. I almost forgot that would have been awkward, would not it? Yeah. Oh my god. Imagine that. I no
0: that would have been terrible.
1: Yeah. Detrimental in fact. Mm. Um, so Lauren as well, uh, she's going to start writing for us because you know she's awesome. She's just casting one of her student films at the moment, so hopefully that work yeah. as well. But Lauren, big shout out! Thank you for getting on board with us. Um,
0: we I need to be- um, we need to keep bothering Lauren until she does write for us.
1: Oh, she has. She sent me half. She sent me an article. I'll send it. I'll send it over oh. to you. I haven't had a chance today.
0: Cool. I can put it into my folder that's growing.
1: Yeah, the stuff that you've got to get around to.
0: So basically in my folder there is um an interview that you have with um people from the movie Sybil. Um an interview with Faye Jackson from sorry, the old woman who hit her <laughs> who under the stairs, um Lawrence Connolly from Nightwar- Nightmare Cinema and Drum Roll Please. Brrr. The Barbara Campton interview oh my so god yeah all of that will be up soon i i just
1: i forgot barbara
0: yeah can
1: I, no can you, I just... you
0: talked about you talked about barbara
1: no, but, but the, to... her
0: her interview is not on the site yet
1: no but I have so to say, i'll get that
0: up soon you have to say barbara what.
1: crampton is the most lovely person in the world for being there as a guest again i
0: i was having major incredible fomo not being there with you sending me all of your photos and the the photo of you and Barbara, the one that you sent me, which is, like, the selfie, and then there's, a, a like, you know, one that someone must have taken of you, it is just the most adorable thing.
1: She is the most adorable person I've ever met. It's, um,
0: and it was so funny because I knew when you were sending me those photos, I'm like, Jan's probably shitting his pants right now, just so happy <laughs> to I be with Barbara Crampton.
1: <laughs> well, when I, when I, like, I was getting the autograph off her for my poster and um, I was like, oh, yeah, um, I, you know, we're, I'm interviewing you hopefully soon from Film Daddy. And she was like, oh, Film Daddy, I know you guys, you rule. She follows us. She follows us on Twitter. She does. It and she says we're really cool. Um, yeah. So that was like a fucking mark out moment for me. I was just like, holy fuck, Barbara Crampton knows who we are.
0: Yeah. I think it's, I texted you straight away, didn't I? You did, and in the photo, she has, first of all, the best, like, the best bangs I've ever seen. Like, beautiful blonde hair, and she's wearing, like, a fucking cheetah print jacket. Just killing it.
1: Honestly, though, she's so nice and so sweet, and, like, nothing was too much trouble for her. Like, it wasn't like...
0: I love that.
1: And... When she'd see you, like, see me in the day, like, she'd be in the bar having a cup of coffee and stuff. I walk yeah. by and she'd be like, hey, film daddy, how's it going?
0: Oh, my yeah. God.
1: I like it. Hi, Barbara. Yeah, so she's so got stickers.
0: People need to understand that you're not film daddy. You're the film mommy.
1: I'm film daddy. Yeah, we we went through this, didn't we? I'm this, we did. I said I'm this film redheaded stepchild that nobody likes, really. But yes. But you're the film daddy. But somebody yeah. actually asked me yesterday, they were like, why have you called your site Film Daddy Yang? Don't you think it's kind of pretentious? Blah blah blah. Like, that, I was like, <laughs> bitch, please. It's done, I was like one pretentious it is And I was like in two. Was, I was like, I don't know, I dreamed the site of Brittany already I had the name, so
0: Yeah. It's I sat there for so long, I'm like, all right, if I'm gonna start a blog, what what would I name it? And then I'm I'm going through just like puns and wordplay. Like I'm very into into puns and wordplay, so I was trying to think of like any type of clever thing. And then I'm like like I I just like use the word daddy casually in my everyday life. (laughs) I have a I have a baseball hat that says daddy on it that I bought at when I went to Bonnaroo last year.
1: So I does does the word daddy follow your safe word usually?
0: No, I just hold on. You need to see
1: just to fill this dead air now, she's actually run off to get the baseball hat, I think. Yeah, she's wearing a baseball hat that says daddy. Yeah.
0: What do you think
1: of it? I don't know how I feel about this.
0: Yeah? I I need one that says film daddy now. Um we so whoever that. said that to you, first of all, one. It is pretentious, but two, it's because we are deserving of being pretentious.
1: We can be pretentious, I think.
0: Yeah, but yeah. we're smart, so we it's okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When you were talking about short films, it, sorry, this is like, uh, just like word association. It reminded me, I think, I think on the last podcast, I was telling you about how I had a movie to watch, a short film, an Australian one called The Trebek Technique. Oh, yeah. I don't think I had reviewed it when we recorded last time. No, you haven't. No. Well, I did. And it's up on the site. Um, but I don't want to talk about that because, like, if I say, like, oh, you know, like, you know, not that you get – we get go- we get very good um, movies to review. I'm, I'll say that. Um, but this one really stuck out to me because it's so incredibly unique. Um, I don't know if you had a chance to watch it. No, not yet. Yeah, no. Oh, well, typical Yan yeah, can't find um, 14 minutes out of his day to watch a movie.
1: That's it's okay. Usually few... chasing you up to saying so like, oh, have you done this article before me? Yet? Have yeah, are you no. this? <laughs> 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 Nope.
0: <laughs> and the answer is always nope. <laughs> um, so the Trebek technique, directed by Damian Harris, produced by Elephant Shot Films. And starring,
1: hmm. no pressure.
0: Google it, and you can find out who it's starring. Anyway, it's I. I wrote this in my review too because I was telling, like you and and other people, just about oh I have this film to watch to review, and so and I believe I told people oh it's a documentary about Alex Trebek. I was so fucking wrong about that. <laughs> it's <laughs> that is not what this movie is about it's not a documentary it's not even like really about Alex Trebek I don't even what think they Alex say Trebek? well it's, it is so it's basically hey, he? Uh, he hosts Jeopardy you are, do, do you watch no, Jeopardy? no we don't get it oh okay well there's this very very popular
1: I'm game aware set. of it like um, I'll take <laughs> movies for 4,000 and then you yes. have to give the question, don't you? They give you, you answer the answer. You the question. To yes. Like, what is the fan's death run? And so
0: you know, uh, you know, um, like, oh, Yann and Brittany, and then you would answer with, "Who are the hosts of Film Daddy?"
1: Yeah. Who does all the work on Film Daddy? <laughs> uh,
0: who is Yann? <laughs>
1: so. Yeah. No, you do all the work you've updated the site and you've got we've also we have new colors on the site don't we we have mustard
0: can i can i tell you something and i'm okay i updated these so we had sort of like this purpley blue it's a little bit more blue than it is purple so i'll give myself a break there and then i added in a little bit of yellow which kind of happened you know by accident i it was sort of the default color that popped up, and I thought it looked really good with the blue. And then I I popped up, a like, a thing I made, like a banner I made for the homepage, and it looks very purple and, and like, gold, which were my high school colors. <laughs> so it was a little bit, like...
1: Did you uh, feel, feel guess, the need to do the morning announcements?
0: I did. Yeah. Yeah, Brittany
1: told me that she... Did the morning announcements for the school because she's not a massive nerd or anything.
0: I did. I did the morning announcements my senior year of high school. Well, or maybe both years, junior and senior year. I was the president of video club, my senior year, wow. and the president and the president of the choir.
1: You were so popular.
0: Yeah, obviously I was popular, and you know, all the girls wanted to be me, all the boys wanted to be with me, and it, that's <laughs> that was. That was my high school life, obviously. No, not at (laughs) all. Not even close. (laughs) Anyway, the Trebek technique is really good. Um,
1: We've got a couple more to review, haven't we? Um, I (laughs) sent you that one over. Yeah, I sent you that one over. I also
0: have a folder in my email called Screening. I still haven't fucking watched The God Inside My Ear. I'm so, so sorry. Um, Joe. I, I can't think of your last name. I'm so sorry. Joe Baden? I'm saying that wrong. I'm sure. I'm so sorry. I have not watched The God Inside My Ear yet. This guy emailed me in fucking August. I hate my life. Um, I've just had a lot going on. Um, you sent me over. Did you send me? No, no 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 no, you did not. You sent me. I saw the
1: film and I cannot remember the name, so let me just have a look.
0: I'm scrolling through the email and I can't find the name of this film. At your own risk. Yeah. At um, your own risk.
1: It's supposed to be really cool. I that and to the girls who did that, I'm really sorry. Um I was meant to send that to Brittany before Grimfest. But I got caught up in pre grimfest shit. And then I yes. said to you, Dinter, did I send you this? And you are like, no. And I was like, oh, shit. My fuck up.
0: Yeah. So we have that. So we have got Inside My Ear. We have At Your Own Risk. Um, somebody contacted me about a movie. Oh, no, wait. You contacted them and they contacted me. The Last Responders, Life, At- Life After Death. Yeah, yeah. So I have to watch that. And Neverland, a movie called Neverland.
1: You know I, I can watch. Them. I think
0: I found them on Instagram. Yeah, no, I need to send you
1: some of these because. Yeah, I can. If you want to, I'll do um, that one that I sent you that I forgot to send you. Yeah. This is just business talk. Sorry, this is This is really boring <laughs> podcast, isn't it? It's just me and you. This is literally all text messages. Um, okay,
0: you take over at your own risk.
1: Yeah, I'll do that. And I might,
0: I might just delegate that
1: to someone. Yeah I'll, yeah, I'll just delegate it to somebody.
0: Yeah.
1: 'Cause <laughs> I'm really good at that. Um, also big shout out to a new writer, Wayne. Um one, he's the manager of a computer game shop near me. So yeah. sorted me out sorted us out for a five pound discount on the new Spider Man game. So thank you, Thanks. Wayne. Um he's also a massive horror fan, so he's gonna be doing stuff for us as well. Um Best thing about Wayne, he likes deadlines. Really? Yeah, yeah. so if I say to him, Can you what do, do this? You need- creature he's like yeah i'll do it but if i say to him "Ah, can you do this by this date he prefers it because then he knows he's got to do it wow yeah so i'm gonna take advantage of that motherfucker
0: i adore people that are more organized than i am
1: i don't think there's anyone who isn't more organized than me and you
0: i that's true i just love when people have their shit together
1: yeah we certainly don't do we
0: no, not at all. Speaking
1: um, of getting shit together, shall we go on to our new focus of... New focus? New article? No. <laughs> new section of the podcast.
0: Words are hard. Yeah, let's go into our new section.
1: Okay, so... What we've done is... Um, we've come up with something that's basically... It's a British program called Room 101. Um but everyone around the world had it. Basically, you've got a room that you say something you don't like. Then you have to give evidence to banish it forever. Um, mm-hmm. So we thought really hard about this for about 10 seconds earlier. And we're calling yes. the segment, Get the Fuck Out of Here.
0: Get the fuck out of here.
1: So anything that we don't like in film, cinema, music, anything like that, we will say something, we will give evidence. And the other person has to say, get the fuck out of here, or no, you can fucking stay. Yeah. So, Brittany, do you want to go first?
0: I do not. I want you to go first.
1: Okay, then. So, thing I want to get rid of is people who come in the cinema after the lights have gone down and it's started. Not just the film... But, like, the adverts and everything, right? I know when I go to the cinema, and I'll say, oh, yeah, the film starts at like 10 30. I know I've got 10 minutes of adverts. I know I've got 10 minutes of trailers. And then I've got the special message about turn your phones off. Yes. Don't get your head stuck down a fucking chair. Um, yes. Which is an actual thing in England now. We have to have a message saying, if you drop something, call a member of staff because somebody died. Because he you dropped like the it? mobile phone. Yeah. It's tragic, and I'm sorry if... a uh, Very small risk of the person's family listening. But there was a dude who dropped his mobile phone down the back of a chair. He then went to get it, got his head stuck, and died. <laughs> right. That's... To me, that's Darwinism. It's,
0: you know... No, it is. it
1: is. <laughs> it's fucking, you know... You know We need more of that. However, we yeah. have adverts for that. But people who come in well, this is all on. Cause so when I'm in the submit, lights go down, I'm like, right, fucking phone away. Yes. I'm gonna watch adverts for fucking Barclays Bank and fucking well, yeah, you.
0: You have a brain like and you and you also know you shouldn't be a fucking loud asshole when you're at a theater
1: yeah and then you get people coming in who then walking up and down the aisles like sorry you're in marcy's no no you're in the road behind. oh yes. okay sorry then you'll get fucking dickheads who are on the phone yes and it's dead bright and you're like Fuck it, nobody cares don't fucking tag yourself no one gives a shit right honestly you're watching venom no one cares say afterwards you're watching Venom so So those people
0: your is your your annoyance with people who come in late or people talking
1: people who come in late if you've got a legitimate reason and you come in quietly you sit down and shut the fuck up that's absolutely fine those people who come in then feel the need to talk to each other check the phones keep messing about then run yeah. out to the toilet, come back with popcorn and shit like that. I'm sort of like, no, just. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather
0: pee my pants than have to get up and be the person that goes to the bathroom in the middle of a movie.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, I, I will do it, but I'll make sure it's in a fucking really boring part of the film. Yeah. So then I'm sort of like when someone's walking down the street talking to someone, I'm like, right, I'll go. I'll go the way which causes least fucking disruption to everyone. That's why dis-
0: I always view the set list before I go to a concert, if I know it's going to be long, so I know when I can go pee.
1: Mm. That's why I'll usually sit on an aisle at the cinema. So I'm sitting right by the stairs, so I'm like, yeah. okay, I could just make a hasty retreat. Um, yes, but those people who come in and they've got no fucking respect for everyone. I want to get that. I'll just will get the fuck out of here.
0: Yeah, that's get the fuck out.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. one for one. That's pretty good.
0: You are for one for one.
1: Okay, what's yours?
0: Um, I'm gonna go kind of broad here, and I'm gonna jump into why people that propose and get engaged on national television.
1: Um Yeah.
0: We're far from it now, but the but during the Emmys this year, that guy, I don't remember what he was winning, proposed to his girlfriend on stage. Do you remember that? Yeah. And then I was just watching um uh Queer Eye. I don't know if you watch Queer Eye.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, the second season <laughs> is just on I Netflix like it like
1: when I said yeah, and you got this big smile on your face. I'm like, yeah, you do. You, <laughs> you do. You do. Like, you're I'm going to nominate you. I'm literally sitting here now in my um, Friday the 13th t-shirt and my Peppa Pig in pajama yeah. bottoms that my daughter got me. That's cute,
0: though.
1: Yeah. Uh, pig, just in case. But I was you know.
0: watching... I was watching um Season two, and there's an episode where at the very end. the guy proposes to his girlfriend, but here it's a so it's a double whammy for me because a public proposals i'm I'm gonna have to say no to that in general. people that can get engaged at sporting events um, people who do. Any type of, I'm on a stage and there's more than four people present. You know, I'm saying all this. I have no idea yeah. how you proposed to your wife.
1: Um, we were in the streets and I just proposed to
0: her. Okay. But you didn't Stop make a spectacle there. of it.
1: No, no. Have you heard about the guy who proposed to his wife in the Spider-Man game? No. Um, so, in the new Spider-Man game, on, one of, on the, you go past the cinema and on, like, yeah. the foyer... It's got her name, Will You Marry Me? She has now dumped him and is going out with his brother. Oh, Jesus. So him and the company who make the game are talking about putting on a positive message on there in a patch. Um, but I was just like, part of me was like, that's cruel. and Another part of me was like, you fucking deserve that, dude. Yeah, You're
0: no. fucking proposing
1: yeah. to your wh- girlfriend in a fucking computer no. game.
0: Yeah, just don't. I, like, and at the end of this episode, the guy, so basically not only was he proposing on the TV show, they were at some type of, like, I want to say, like, maybe a concert. So it was, like, he was on a stage and, like, played a video and, like, ran out after the video, and you can tell that, like, everyone else that was at this, like, thing was just, like, what the fuck is happening? Like, if that happened to me, I would be up in my car and halfway home by the time anything happened it, it i just i hate it i hate it so much
1: so hayden if you're listening do we privately
0: that's what i told him i said if you ever propose to me don't fucking do it like this and then he told me he was going to do it on the toilet when i like while i'm on the toilet
1: Kind of romantic. I, 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 me and Hayden would get along, I think. You know.
0: I think you would. That's why we're going to go to Grimfest next year
1: with you. Yeah, you're definitely coming.
0: Yeah.
1: I Cause really they, want to. Because they've told me I can have more than one press pass. Yeah. Because um, if not you're more. not going to, I'm going to take um, Tim.
0: <laughs> Tim, how's Tim doing?
1: Tim's fine. Um, Tim was talking to me about... Um, us ni- on. Oh, by the way, yeah. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Yeah,
0: get the fuck out of here with proposing on TV. Do it alone.
1: For the next podcast... Do it alone. For the next podcast, I have this celebrity one. Okay, good. Cool. Um, but yeah, bring it as nicely onto our next thing. Um, Tim is doing good and he messaged me and said, have you watched tail House on um, Netflix? And yes. I said... I'm about to watch it. And he was like, dude, it's so good. It's a slow burner. Then messaged me saying, Do not watch episode five and then go to bed like I've just done.
0: I I started last night and we got through episode three.
1: Yeah, so I've on I've yeah. watched one episode, but oh my god, it's so fucking good so far.
0: It's based um, on a, a short story I yeah. that I had to read in college. Um, because I knew the name sounded familiar.
1: Yeah, because there was a film like Hill House, wasn't there? Like, there was a, like, Black film. Yeah, and White it was film. a Hill House
0: film, I think. Yeah, and
1: then, um, did they remake it? Or was that?
0: No, I think, yeah, I think That was there's... a
1: house on Haunted Hill, wasn't it? Ah. Uh... I don't know if they remade Hill House. Um. I'm seeing, oh, no, I'm, oh. Because there's one with Catherine Zeta-Jones. And my mind's gone blank.
0: Yeah. I'm on
1: something well I remember watching Hell of House. the 60s yeah that's the one um, I was watching it when I was about 15 16 and it was on BBC One at like really late at night and me and my mum were staying up and watching it and I fucking loved it because I remember the woman driving towards and seeing the lions on the gate and saying I want a house with lions and yeah. There was there was no there fucking was one. Uh, with Vera Farmiga in it. I swear to God.
0: I don't think so.
1: Maybe I, I swear there was. You probably I'm are. on
0: Wikipedia right now.
1: Oh no. Um I'm just seeing one
0: <laughs> starring Liam Neeson, Captain Zeta Jones, Owen Wilson. That's that's a weird group of people.
1: I'm just my that's, phone... a that's a ninety nine, that's a nineteen ninety nine film um let me just have a look why is imdb being so stupid right um hill house haunting of hill house in um, 2018 house on home Hill. no um yeah. i think you're thinking of yeah yeah um yeah i
0: suck <laughs> um but the, no. this film is really good though
1: yeah, um the series I've like I said, I've seen one episode so far. Um and if I go to bed tonight and my daughter comes in to me and says there's a midnight woman here I'd just get in bed. I'm not even going out there.
0: I um, was saying it at the very beginning when they're talking about um when the little girl said the woman with the crooked neck or whatever like right off the bat I was like no the second your child starts seeing people in her room, you can't you can't brush that off as a fucking imaginary friend. That's immediate like I need to abandon my child and burn this house down.
1: Yeah, well my daughter's start um I have to say I'm quite proud of it. Every time we drive past the graveyard now, she's yeah. like, Daddy, that's where dead people are and zombies come out. I'm like Yeah. Don't know how she's got this. It isn't from me, I'm pretty sure it's from my brother. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like the other day we were driving past, coming back. Um, we dropped her brother at high school. We driving yeah. past, dropping at school, and she's singing um, "Twinkle Twinkle Little Star." She's like, "Twinkle Twinkle Little Star." Get past that. She's like, "All like, right, Daddy, that's where dead people live and the zombies come out." How I wonder what you are. <laughs> and she's so excited about it.
0: The and creepiest like child song ever.
1: <laughs> it is, uh, now it's just like. Yeah, and my wife was like, "She's totally your fucking daughter." I'm like, "Yeah, I know." Um, <laughs> so yeah, but Hell House—if um, anyone has not watched it yet, on it's on Netflix. Go and watch it. It's fucking brilliant. Um, like it's I said, like I'm,
0: it's it's horror, but also a little bit um, psychological, which I like. It's kind of like a nice mix of both.
1: Yeah, and like I said, I'm one episode in, and I'm like, as soon as I go to bed tonight, I'm committed. I'm watching that.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I was, I was like scared watching it. It's very like it keeps you on edge. Like you feel uncomfortable and on edge the whole time you're watching it, which I like.
1: Yeah, because it's when you've got stuff like that, that makes you feel like sort of all the way through, you're on edge. It's yeah. kind of the best. It's kind of for the best for me. Yeah, of definitely. My, yeah, you know, I don't want it shit that's gonna let you off for like ten, twenty minutes and then give you a scare and right. let you off again. And like things that just keep you there on the edge of your seat all the all the way through. It's kind of like hereditary was. Um even though I come out with that film and I was like Yeah. Uh yeah, that was a film. Um
0: Yeah.
1: I kinda of got caught up in the entire this this generation's Exorcist. Um it's not it's a good film, but right. the last third of it was a bit weird. But the first two thirds were like fucking hell. This is crazy ass. But yeah, yeah. But watch um, the Haunting of How- Hill House. So that's really cool.
0: Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's it's so good.
1: Yeah, go and watch that.
0: Yeah, so, I'm a big fan of of things like that. And Making a Murderer season two is coming out. I think next fuck yeah. week, like a week. Uh, from- today oh,
1: or something okay. i'm so glad that the staircase come out to span my making yeah out.
0: i didn't make i know that whole story i didn't make it through the staircase just i don't know i just didn't but god it's so good
1: and so fucking creepy owl. did you hear about the owl theory
0: yeah but that like an owl fucking flew in and
1: and attacked her and made her fall, but because there was feathers in the hair I'm like, kind of like, you're fucking reaching here. Uh, that's but, you know, such a reach. But you know the woman who made the documentary? She's yeah. getting out with the guy now. Like with the guy. The... Yeah, the dude. I can't remember his name, but the dude who went to prison. Oh. Yeah, she's getting out with him now.
0: Well, he was in jail
1: still. Yeah, you didn't watch it, did you? He's out. <sighs>
0: No, I didn't watch the whole thing. Yeah, this
1: is where you should have fucking watched the end of it. I know. <laughs> He's out. Wow. Yeah, you need to watch all of it.
0: Fuck. Alright, I need to... I need to watch it again.
1: There was a cool bit as well where he was using a, his Alexa to play Leonard Cohen. That was really good.
0: Damn. Okay, Michael Peterson. That's, That's him. Name. That's yeah. yeah. We couldn't think of that. Damn it! But also, like his friend died the exact same way. Remember, like years before, like the the chicks, like the girls that he's Do you think like he adopted. Did it?
1: Yes. Yeah. Duh. No. No way. You've you've missed the bit where you know the fire poke thing, blow poke. Yeah. Right. Um. When they go to appeal. The police fucking found that. They took photos of it and then put it back. And then destroyed the photos.
0: Wait, so you don't think he did it?
1: No. Why? I just don't think he did.
0: Hmm. Who do you think did?
1: I think she just (laughs) fell. Really? Yeah. I don't... I don't think he did it. I don't know who did it, but I don't think he did it. There's no reason for him to do it.
0: All right, I need to go back and watch this so I can argue.
1: Right. Not next podcast, podcast after yes. we go against we're it.
0: gonna We're going to go head to head. So in making a murderer, what do you think about that?
1: Fucking no way did he do it. So, no
0: you think it's more likely. Who do you think is more likely to have killed Stephen Avery or Michael Peterson? Uh. Hmm.
1: I think more likely. Probably Stephen Avery.
0: Okay yeah i agree
1: well i still don't think he did it and what the bit with his nephew where you've got the fucking dude he's videoed the dude telling him what's right
0: yeah no no that's
1: what happened in there and then they use that as evidence It's like yeah how the fuck can you do that
0: no i know
1: and oh god i remember i was sorry bosses I was at work watching the last, uh, the episode where you, you find him guilty. And I had all my friends with me. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's just going to this bit. And they were like, okay, just watch it. And they were like, guilt. And I was like, what? And they were all like, come, come on, come in for a hug. And I'm like, how the fuck can they find him guilty? Oh, Stephen yeah. Avery? Yeah. And his yeah. nephew, when they were like, he was like saying to his "Uh, oh, you know, is on this Sunday. She's I like, oh, somebody will video it, and
0: I'm like, that
1: kid. No, there's know, no way he that he had
0: anything no, to do no with offense, it. No offence,
1: he's thick as pig shit. You know, he he can he. You know, there's no way thick, he thick as pig shit. Yeah, thick as pig shit. Yeah, you know, there's no way he could have done it. You no, know, and mm. he's not. He's not clever enough to cover it up. To be able to burn all the evidence, put the fucking body here, do that. Oh fuck. yeah, no,
0: not at no. all.
1: And the police were after Stephen Avery because they fucking had to give him millions because they falsely accused him of rape.
0: Yeah, no, uh, yeah, no, for sure.
1: So, yeah, no. I'm very that.
0: excited for, I'm really excited for season two.
1: Yeah, I I can't wait because I kind of don't know where it's going. I know. I don't either. I know that, um, you know, they went to appeal and they said, oh, yeah, this evidence has been discounted and shit like that, but I'm kind right. of excited now because I'm sort of like, oh, okay, let's see what's going to happen. Um, so right. I'm kind of excited for that. Yeah. I'm also then, because I was kind of, kind of late to the party with Making Murderer. Um, a Murderer. A lot of people were telling me for, like, a couple of months, oh, you need to watch this, and I was just like, yeah, I'll get around to it. Then I watched yeah. it, and I was like, okay, this is cool. So... yeah. Oh yeah! No,
0: I'm I'm, I'm all over so that. fucking excited for that.
1: Can't wait for that oh, one.
0: I know. I think that's next week. I could be wrong.
1: I hope it's next week.
0: I'm pretty sure it's the nineteenth, but I also could be talking out of my ass. I have no clue.
1: Um, I know Halloween comes out on the nineteenth.
0: It does. Maybe that's yeah. what I'm thinking of.
1: Yeah, Halloween oh. comes out on the nineteenth. Which I'm is pretty also... excited.
0: I haven't watched, I haven't watched Halloween in probably a couple years, but I'm pretty excited for the new one.
1: Me too, because it sort of discounts all the others, apart from two. But I'm just putting it out there now, Halloween 3 with the masks, fucking underrated. People don't just say shit, go back and watch it. It's fucking underrated. (laughs) Really good. Um, It also has a really cool song with, like, Five more days till Halloween, silver shamrock. But um, it's fucking really underrated. Tim agrees with me with that. It's underrated as fuck.
0: Oh, if Tim fucking says it, then
1: you know, I'm it on board. But um, yeah, so the original Halloween, though, um, one of my favourite films ever. Yes. Um, it's been shown in 4K. At the moment, on like having another cinema release, and they've restored it to 4K. Um, totally missed it, so I can't go see it or anything. But I watched it the other week. Um, I think it was about a week ago with my wife, Beck. And um, she like I said, she did not like horror films, but she watched it. And she was like, actually, straight away after, she was like, can we watch Halloween too? Yeah. I was like, we can, but it's really fucking... It's not on anywhere because nobody fucking cares about Halloween. <laughs>
0: yes. Even though it fucking follows
1: straight on from Halloween, right? Jamie Lee Curtis is in the hospital and everything. I was going
0: to um, say it's it it picks up directly where the last one ends. Oh That's yeah,
1: what... yeah, it's fucking yeah. it's brilliant. Um, honestly, it's one of the it is one of the best horror sequels as well because it sort of takes on, right? Like, yeah. She's in the hospital. Michael Myers goes there to get her, and yeah. it's the best way you could have carried on on that film. And
0: the, and the new one is going to be, uh, her and her like adult life,
1: isn't it? Yeah. Um, was, so it's sort of seen...
0: like, but like he returns for her. Like I guess that's just the whole thing of it.
1: Yeah, from what I've seen, um, basically she's been planning the whole, she's been preparing her whole life for him to escape, and she's wanting oh, him to so she can kill him. Um, that's right and oh god it just looks so good like there's a bit in the trailer where a little girl's like can you, my clo- can you close my closet and the girl's like oh yeah no one's in there she closes it and it keeps opening she keeps doing it and then she opens it and Michael's there with a fucking knife uh, and, and I'm just like yeah fucking um, scream it's so I good will though.
0: scream
1: but the original though it's like I said it's one of my favourite films ever just because yeah. I remember watching it, I must have been about eight or nine, I think it was. Yeah, I must have been about eight or nine watching it. It's just kind of like sort of the same age as Tommy in it, the little kid, who, right. I, oh, I, it's so fucking annoying now. I watched it the other week and I'm like, oh my god, please, wow, didn't you die? <laughs> it, it's just so annoying. Um, I think you know he's. I like him because he's kind of a kid he has to hide the comics from his mum and dad right and, Um, he's uh, wearing his space pyjamas and stuff and those dicks are like saying to him like the boogeyman's going to get you and he's like he doesn't know what it is but he's so annoying but with that film it was really good just because with Michael Myers he just escaped went back to there and there's no you know he goes back there's no reason behind it why he's after i know there is a book that sort of explained it more but it's really rare so you can't really get it now yeah Um, but with that film it sort of made like when i was younger not a lot of horror films made me scared that one did because it was sort of like, you know, he's just so emotionless, and I know... Oh, everyone... it's
0: terrifying. It's also, he's so scary, because I feel like when you have a villain in a horror movie, like, the whole crazy part of it is that they're chasing after you, but the thing with with um, Michael Myers is he walks really slowly, and that always scared the shit out of me.
1: Yeah. is
0: He's not running after you or anything. He's fucking taking his time, and he's still going to get you. And that's what's so scary about him.
1: I think the bit that scared me the most is um, when he stabs that guy, like, lifts him up and stabs him against the pantry yes. door. Yes. And then he just sort of stands there and, like, turns his head, looking at yes. me. Like, uh, I was just like, fucking hell. Like, you know.
0: There's also, I think she's falling down the stairs in the original, and he's just at the top of the stairs kind of, like, watching and she's like trying to get away, and he just kind of like really slowly, like he he doesn't give a fuck. I think yeah. it's I think it's a staircase that's that's happening. Like yeah. she falls, she falls down, or something happens. But yeah, he's just like at the landing of the staircase, like looking down, and that's like the most terrifying shit.
1: I mean, they did good with um with the mask. Obviously, everyone knows it's a William Shatner mask that was painted white. Yeah,
0: that was painted,
1: and that um they did have choose a sort of a clown mask as well with a creepy smile yeah um, so they were going to have that sort of kind of like harking back to when he picked up the clown mask when he killed his sister Um. but then they did the William Shatner mask and they said that was better because it was just emotionless
0: yeah
1: so you know you've got someone like stabbing you with no emotion in the mask yeah. whatsoever so
0: yeah no it's, it's that seems a lot
1: better but for a film that was shot, I think it was, like, $300,000 they shot it on.
0: Yeah, that's what Wikipedia is saying. Yeah, um, I
1: mean, it's just... And it made just...
0: $70 million in the box office. I
1: know, yeah. it's just It was just fucking crazy.
0: Well, I remember right. my mom telling me, because this came out in 78, so she would have been in, like she would have been in high school, because my mom babysat in high school, and she was telling me that after she watched that movie, she was terrified to go babysit again.
1: <laughs> I mean, I can imagine, because <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just sort of like if you're there, it's just you know, you're a babysitter, this shit could happen, you know what I mean? Oh, it's, yeah. not, it's not like someone's phoning and they're like, oh, he's calling from inside the house, this is just a fucking guy who's just
0: yeah, it's not it's ha- so absurd.
1: <laughs> you no, know? I mean, it's not. It's like, it's a it's, guy on Halloween it's, dressed it's like, up.
0: Well, I was actually saying last night when we were watching Haunting of Hill House, because Hayden told me that supernatural things don't necessarily get to him as much and they don't scare him, really, which I can understand. Because if I watch like, a ghost movie... I can sort of like bring myself back from it pretty easily, but it's the it's the movies that are like way too realistic that just scare the absolute shit out of you.
1: Yeah, I it's mean, how like, I felt
0: about that movie, um, The Strangers, about the people like in the masks. Like yeah. that movie terrified me.
1: Yeah, the bit that got me in that film was at the end when she's like, "Why are you doing this?" and he's like, "Because you were in."
0: Yeah. Like, just because you were... Like, it doesn't matter who you are, it's just you're fucking here today.
1: Yeah, you were in the house, so that's why we're doing this.
0: Yeah. Kind
1: of thing. I mean, though, um... The best thing about it, though, is, like, you can't relate to Michael Myers, though. No one can.
0: You can't be like, oh, you know...
1: Like, if you get sort of, like, an Ed Gein character... Or a Ted Bundy character, someone like... Oh, you know, he, he had his heart broken by this... You know, you can relate... Michael Myers, he fucking killed his sister when yeah. he was a kid. No reason, and then now you can't relate to him. So I think that's what makes it more scary as well. Um, but I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis in it. Obviously, her mom was in Psycho. She played like you know Janet. Yeah. You know Janet Lee. She played it. Um, and John Carpenter said he hired Jamie Lee Curtis as a tribute to Alfred Hitchcock. Because, obviously, he's really fucking inspired by him. Yeah. Um So, I mean, that was pretty cool. Um Also, there was a the thing. Because um, the film shot out a sequence, he made a fear chart for her. So, when she came on set, she'd know, like, what level of terror she should be exhibiting that day. Uh-huh. So, she'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, it's called cool, Like, this one, no, no, you're fucking absolutely freaked out for it. But I think she only got paid, like... $8,000 for that. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, But she was um, like really worried about it, because um, after her first day, she thought she wasn't very good, so she thought she was going to get fired. Uh-huh. Um, she got a ph- phone call from John Carpenter, and she was like, oh, shit, this is it, I'm being fired. Yeah. But he was like, oh, no, this is, you know, basically, I just want to say thank you, you were really good today and everything.
0: I love that. Um,
1: but do you know um, why the character's called Michael Myers? Why? Um, because it was named after the European distributor of Assault on Precinct thirteen.
0: Huh.
1: So it was kind of a thank you for making the film an overseas success.
0: Oh, weird.
1: Yeah. So that's why it's called Michael Myers, isn't mean. it? And I also Tino-
0: saw that, that Halloween is um in the United States was selected for preservation in the Library of Congress film registry. Which is, is kinda it? cool. That's yeah, awesome. and it says for being culturally historically and aesthetically significant that's kind of cool because it's a horror film i feel like usually it's you know
1: yeah not those types of, like, of movies i mean halloween is just sort of like horror films are kind of like throwaway films kind of like back then. yeah totally i mean, I mean donald pleasant's in it though is fucking awesome you know he's yeah. like the only big name star in it right um you know he was cool, and do you know who turned down the role? Who? Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing. Really? Yeah. I and mean, Christopher Lee said it was the biggest mistake he'd ever made. Yeah. Because like you know they go to him, but um, I mean the opening scene when it's just like the POV of Michael when he's yeah. like, putting the mask on and stuff. Yeah. You know, that sort of sets it up because you. You put in the point of view of this kid, so you see sister with his with a boyfriend kissing, feeling up, and then they go have sex, and he's going in, puts the mask on, picks up the knife, sees the yeah. boyfriend go out, she goes upstairs, and obviously you know women after having sex they sit there and brush the hair topless. Because <laughs> you see her in so many films, um, and she's yeah. like, "Michael, what are you doing here? Get out!" And um, yeah, you know, then he stabs her. Um, also, the noise of when he's stabbing
0: people—yeah,
1: it's made by stabbing a watermelon.
0: I think I read something where they went through like a ton of different fruits.
1: Yeah, to they stab, did,
0: and they had to find the right noise, right?
1: Yeah. So that—that that, I mean, that's pretty cool that the wanted yeah. to give it but um i mean the fucking music though which is like fucking iconic in it it's yeah. made by john carpenter himself you know he wrote it so, yeah that's crazy that's what i really like about things like that in the film that because it was so large budget they had to do it um same as because it was shot in spring but it had to be in autumn so mm-hmm. they got a load of fake leaves And every time you see the leaves blowing, like that.
0: I think I read, I I think it's a Halloween where it's one of those, you know, like, overlooked. Because where, they're supposed to be in, like, Illinois, I think.
1: Yeah, Um,
0: But all of the license plates, they didn't change. I'm pretty sure you can see license plates that all say California on them. Yeah. That's like a, you know, goof or something in, in the movie.
1: But the right. thing about the leaves is, after each scene where they had them leaves, they had and to, they were they had to gather plants. them
0: up, right? Yeah,
1: they had to pick them all up again. Because you yeah. had so many leaves. And all the pumpkins, because the pumpkins were out of season, they had to use right. squashes and paint them orange. That's why they look kind of squashed, kind of thing. That's hilarious.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, but it's just. Fucking. Things like. Just because it was on such a small budget, it's like all the scenes that are dark are literally because they couldn't afford lighting yeah and things so they used it to you know to their own sort of advantage which i mean with the film it is to me it's pretty it's close to perfect as you can get for sort of a horror film of that thing because i cannot see anything wrong like you can say oh yeah well they should have done this and they should have done that but you know for operating on a budget of three hundred thousand dollars which john carpenter sort of begged for and was like you know yeah we can do it for this
0: right
1: and the way they get it it was just it's just
0: it's such a a good fucking movie
1: yeah i mean it's sort of like do you know the guy who played michael Um, directed have you ever seen The Last Starfighter no no right that was an awesome film when I was growing up as a kid Um, he directed that so yeah there's trivia for you and also the director of photography for this film was the director of photography for Jurassic Park
0: ooh Mm. interesting
1: I know all kinds of shit like this
0: yeah you have fun facts I do um. um uh, we're about to hit an hour and 25
1: yeah so shall we call it there
0: so we should call it and then pick up in our next podcast we should okay
1: Okay. so thank you for listening
0: thank you uh, go care. read all of Yann's Grimfest stuff on the site
1: hopefully um, you'll get them all up by then
0: I will eventually send us (laughs) movies to screen so I cannot watch them. And yeah, I think that's it.
1: Happy Halloween.
0: Happy Halloween.
1: Take care. Goodbye.
0: Bye. Bye.